Pope Francis will travel to the Middle East for his first papal visit since the outbreak of COVID-19. The Holy Father will make an historic visit to Iraq, the first ever papal visit to the country. That'll take place from the 5th to the 8th of March. Pope Francis will travel the country south to north, visiting a people who have suffered greatly in recent decades. It's certainly a visit for the Christians, of course, but it's also a visit for all Iraqis. Now, our guest for today's Catholic News podcast is the man who will greet the Pope when he touches down in Baghdad. His Beatitude Cardinal Louis Sarko is Archbishop of Baghdad and Patriarch of Babylon of the Chaldeans. So with just a few weeks to go, I started by asking just how the preparations are going for this historic visit. The preparations are going on from the side of the church, but also the population and the Iraqi government, because for all of us, you know, the visit of Pope is a big support for Iraq, and he will bring us uh, messages of peace, of fraternity, which is uh, very dear to him, and also solidarity between Iraqis. We all belong to one family, which is Iraq. So we, we should live in harmony between us and uh, looking for peace, stability, to love each other, not to destroy each other, and also to avoid any violence uh, between us based on religion or ethnicity. Because we also believe that God is mercy, is love in Christianity, is love in Islam, is mercy. So we have to follow what God is commanding us to live in harmony and respect and also with joy. For us, this is really, for all Iraqis, but especially for the Christians, you know, an extraordinary support. Yes, it's incredible. And of course, you know, there, there are many Christians, uh, obviously the Chaldean Catholic community, but you have Syriac, Maronite, Coptic, Greek Catholic, Armenian. This is very good for, for all the Christian communities, isn't it, to have a papal visit? Yes, because here in Iraq, maybe this is in the Middle East, the case is different from uh, the West because we are, uh, you know, the roots of Christianity and we are many churches. Yeah, I am imagining that the universal church is also here. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, the number. And uh, Catholics, uh, Orthodox, Evangelical, Muslims also, they believe in God. Uh, and so this fabric is something wonderful, marvelous here. And we, we have to uh, to keep it. Everybody is... Uh, it's, uh, you know, excited to see the Pope, to hear the Pope. It's like a miracle because this is a historic uh, event for Iraqis. This is first time we we were not imagining that someday a Pope will come and to visit, you know, an Islamic uh, country like Iraq. And he is it, it, enthusiastic to come. Very much so. And... Just a little bit of a small history lesson, because you mentioned the Christians of Iraq. And obviously, I think sometimes, certainly in the West, when we, we, we've seen all the news stories right the way back from the time of Saddam Hussein, then Al-Qaeda, then ISIS, you know, the TV cameras show us violence and 
killing and pain and very, very negative things. And sometimes we forget, actually, that there's been that Christian presence in Iraq for 2000 years, you know, because we're so focused on the wrong things. As you said at the start there, this is a time for reconciliation and rebuilding and positivity. Do you think perhaps we need to refocus a little bit more on that rich history? Well, you know, from the beginning, the Church of Iraq is, you know, one of the oldest church, the Church of the East. Everybody knows the Church of the East and the history. Our fathers went to China, India, to preach the gospel. The glory of this church is not something outside, because this church was not a church of the state. And a Christian state in Mesopotamia, before Islam and after Islam. So the beauty of this church is something inside, its liturgy, its spirituality, but also faithful for the faith until, you know, uh, the, the martyrdom. Our Christians were faithful for Christ and also the gospel, sacrificing themselves. A church, our church is a church of martyrs and monks. Both of them are in some way martyrs also, the, the monks. So, you know, we stayed uh, in Iraq and because we, we are feeling we have a vocation here, we have many problems, we suffered a lot, persecuted uh, and so on. But we feel that we have something to witness different from our brothers Muslims. And, and this is very important. If there will be no more uh, Christian Iraq, Iraq will be something else. And therefore, I think the visit of the Pope is, you know, encouraging Christians to stay, persevere. Yeah, of course, we are, you know, a minority today. But I tell you that we are a minority, a very dynamic minority. Our presence is very appreciated. And we have our schools, hospitals, and also institutes. And many Muslims are studying in our schools and also coming to the hospitals for care. And this is something special. Our presence is very significant for them, but also, first of all, for us. This is our land. Uh, we are not, you know, a colony uh, coming from, uh, I don't know from where, but we are Iraqs before the arrival of Islam. And we stayed here and we gave a lot to the Muslims. At that time, we had schools, monasteries, hospitals. And just I will mention you during the caliphate of Abbasid, the house of Al-Hikmah, that was a, you know, a university run by Christians. All the doctors in the house of the, the caliph himself were Christians and also the writers and our fathers translated the science, the, you know, the knowledge from the uh, Greek philosopher and so on to into Syriac and to Arabic. That's that's amazing. And it's it's wonderful to hear how the Christian institutions are serving the wider community, many, many people in the wider community. This is not just service for Christians, it's the whole community. So that's, that is amazing to hear. I want to ask you about the papal visit in terms of, you know, usually when we see international figures visiting Iraq, it's all about politics, global, if you like, I wouldn't say interference, but maybe that's the right word, global players in Iraq, in the region. But now we have a Christian leader, we have the Pope 
very iconic. And he's coming with that message of love, that message of support to the Iraqi Christian community. And I'm sure the minorities and the wider community as well. Have you thought about what your first words might be to him? <laughs> I was not surprised <laughs> by, the, you know, the news of he is coming because on February I met him and he said, when I can come to Iraq, I told them, no, it is not a good moment. You have to wait. And when I heard, he sent a message, and now he is decided to come, where a lot of emotion and joy, not only for me, but for all, for the others also, for the government. And when the news was published, you know, even religious uh, Muslim authorities welcome uh, the good news. And you know, the Pope is uh, very different. This Pope of Francis is a phenomenon. I mean, a positive phenomenon. And he's very courageous, very personal. And uh, he will say what he thinks, nothing with formality. And I think he will, he will uh, cry stop violence, wars, conflicts, and respect life, realizing uh, peace and dignity for all uh, Iraqi citizens, but not only for Iraq, because he's visiting Iraq, and through Iraq, maybe he is speaking also behind the borders to Syria, to Lebanese, to Iran, to Yemen, and say, Suffering now stop and do something for yourself, for your life, the new generation, a better uh, future. And also he will speak, uh, you know, with the, with force, with the political class, and because uh, it, it will be received by the prime minister, then he will visit, you know, the president of Iraq, and he, the president is inviting more than 150 personality, and he will give a, a speech, both of them, you know, you know, and the speech of the Pope will be very full of, you know, meanings, titles, and also when he will be in Ur, you know, the land of Abraham, the, the religious dialogue, religions should have one goal, you know, at the center will be human being, nothing else. So to respect human life and also the, the freedom of human beings and their properties. And also with the Christians, he will speak something else to encourage them and to persevere and to hope and to build the trust between their neighbors. And in Mosul, we visit Mosul, and Mosul is a case. Mosul was destroyed. You know, the ancient part of Mosul is destroyed. And uh, he will say, this is consequences of violence and fighting each other. The end was a disaster. So you have to stop uh, this way to resolve problems. Uh, you have to dialogue and to look where together, you know, collaboration, solidarity, and so on. You will visit the whole Iraq from the south until the, the north, Erbil and Mosul and Nineveh. Well, you were saying, of course, that, you know, he will come 
some years after that destruction, the sort of the destruction of lives, the killings and, and the really tough things that have happened. If you were to sort of dare to dream, I don't know, what would be the best possible outcome of a papal visit to Iraq when Pope Francis visits? Would it be reconciliation? Would it be better dialogue between religions? Would it be people saying, actually, I want to return to Iraq, I can live in Iraq and, and contribute to the future? What would be the dream for you? Not uh, easy. It is very difficult. It's a tough one. It's a tough question. <laughs> yeah, because the mentality in the West is very different from our culture and our mentality. We are so emotional, and we speak with our feeling, with our heart. You know, I think this visit is something special. It's a gift of God, and uh, this charismatic man coming to Iraq. Maybe he's pushed by something divine and uh, just to come and to speak with these people, just like in the time of the prophets in the Old Testament, Isaiah was said and Ezekiel and others, go and tell them. And maybe God is sending Pope Francis to come and to tell us something strong. You know, the peace and uh, the reconciliation of Iraq is because here, you know, the, the system is tribal and the revenge, taking revenge, something uh, uh, holy, sacred, and this is, it doesn't work. We are living in a modern, uh, you know, society. We have also, you know, how to forgive and also to reconcile with each other for the benefit of our community, of our people. And when, the, you know, the, the president of Iraq, Dr. Barham Saleh, visited him in the Vatican, and I don't, I don't know what he, you know, what kind of gift he gave him. And the Pope said, no, I was expecting an Iraqi citizenship. <laughs> and now I am telling him, to think really about that and to surprise the Pope, you know, for this uh, symbolic, you know, uh, gift or gesture. We are uh, expecting very, very many things from this visit. Now, our bishops have visited Iraq. Our photographer has taken some, some very compelling, heart-wrenching images in, in places like Karakosh and, and in the north. Cardinal Vincent Nichols, the president of our bishops' conference, has visited and, and I know is very excited about the papal visit to Iraq as well. What would your message be to the Catholic community in England and Wales, where we are, about this visit and about hope for the future? We are very thankful for England uh, itself because uh, the cardinal came to, to the north. He was not able to come to Baghdad uh, and meet him many, many times in Rome uh, during the, the synod. And he is uh, really a man of heart and very simple and very approach. I, uh, I felt that he is very approach to us and to Iraq, but also, you know, the Prince Charles, he gave... Uh, amount of money for them. I think at that time, you know, the exodus of Christians, $50,000, something like that. And this is, you know, a sign of solidarity. And for us, it, the importance is not, uh, you know, the money. The importance is the gesture, this kind of solidarity, because 
what we need is that we are not forgotten and we are not uh, isolated from our brothers and sisters in the faith, you know. You know? And uh, we feel that we belong to the same church. We speak about communionship. We are asking sometimes when we are alone because we are not supported by nobody because the system is tribal and the tribes are defending and protecting the members, but the Christians not. It is not the, the case. But when the Pope is coming, this is something special. And also when a bishop or a cardinal like Cardinal Nichols or the Archbishop of Lyon, uh, Cardinal Barbara or others are coming. This is, you know, something special, a very big support because they are also visiting the authority and the news. And Muslims are looking at ah, Christians also have a support from a Christian outside and not, they are not isolated and so on. And obviously there, there are charities over here, that organizations over here that work very hard. I just want to ask, is Christian persecution in Iraq something we still need to consider? I mean, we've talked about all the wonderful positive things, of course, but um, is it something that is still an issue? Yeah, you know, the, the, the Christian charity was not only for the Christians, it was for everybody. And this is also, this has changed the mentality of others. They're saying, ah, Christians are also helping Muslims and uh, Yazidi and so on. And this is helping to be open-minded, to consider the others just uh, like a second category. Every single human being is created by God and he has his own right and he should be respected. And we don't have to put barriers between the human beings or the Iraqi citizens or the others because of their religion or their language or uh, their ethnicity. No. You know, the impression is it takes time, you know, to change this mentality. It takes time. We need many programs in the schools, in the mosques, and also other medias to speak about fraternity, about citizenship, about human dignity, not using a speech of hatred and so on. Do you know, I have to say, I was excited already, but I'm even more excited for the papal visit to Iraq now. 5th to the 8th of March. And as you say, top to bottom, visiting Baghdad, Erbil, Mosul, many, many places, Karakosh. It's going to be a wonderful visit. I thank you very much for giving us some time in the middle of all this organising. Very kind of you. And also, I, um, you know, we, we would certainly be praying for you over here in England and Wales. You know, just I want to add something. For first time in the history, in the history, a pope is celebrating a mass according to the Chaldean liturgy, an Oriental liturgy. He is not the pope of the Roman Catholics; he is the pope of all Catholics. And so, this step is something, uh, you know, special. And really, we are very, very satisfied and uh, happy for that because. He is, you know, acknowledge, you know, the, the patrimony of the Oriental Church. And I think this is a good sign. And the others should do the same. We can celebrate the Mass according to the Roman Catholic, you know, liturgy. But they should say also celebrate our Mass or our liturgy. Now, this is a kind of incarnation. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Your Beatitude, Cardinal Lewis Sarko, Archbishop of Baghdad and Patriarch of Babylon and of the Chaldeans, as we made very clear there. Thank you ever so much for your time and prayers with you for a, a wonderful, positive visit. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Bye-bye. His Beatitude, Cardinal Lewis Sarko there, Archbishop of Baghdad and Patriarch of Babylon of the Chaldeans. Absolutely delighted, actually, that Patriarch Sarko was able to give us his time, a little bit of his time, with a papal visit just a few weeks away. I know anyone here with memories of 2010, when Pope Benedict XVI visited the UK, will know just how hard it is to carve out any sort of time in the lead up to a papal visit. Right, well, we're staying in Iraq for our next podcast, actually, heading to the north to bring you an interview with Archbishop Bashar Warder, Archbishop of Erbil. Now, I won't give too much away about that, but it's another fascinating interview where we cover a wide range of things, certainly the realities facing Christians in Iraq, and of course his hopes for that visit. Until then, take care and stay safe.